Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, it is the wrap-up show. Padres, for the first time in forever, lose a game. What's the saying, Jim? You can't win them all. Padres lose. I've heard that saying before. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Padres lose to the Rockies 10-4. Mackenzie Gore roughed up for a second consecutive outing. This is the responsible edition of the wrap-up show, but there is a catch. There is a surprise. Okay, John, that's, you're just mocking me now. I can do it responsibly. Here's the deal. Kristen has some wine. I'm going to have okay. a glass. All right. Look at you. You're the I'm responsible you're, you're the responsible dad here. First of all, how are you how are you feeling a day after? Are you okay? Oh, I'm even better. It's better the second day. It's always great. First night, it's great. Second day, it's great. All right, this is the wrap-up show with John and Jim. As you make your way into the chat, please subscribe. We have your on Padres content for you. Hit the notification bell, smash the like button, follow us on Twitter. If you use the super, we will get your comment here tonight. Uh, the Padres have been playing brilliant baseball, but they've struggled against the Rockies. They've lost out three consecutive games. They struggled against the Rockies last year. If there's a concern right now, it's that your starting pitching, which has carried you, you're without Mackenzie Gore. Excuse me, you're without Joe Musgrove. He's on the COVID IL. Hopefully very short term. We don't know the length, but it's the first time he could miss a start in his Padres career if he does miss a start. Then you have Mackenzie Gore, who has struggled now in back-to-back outings. You have Mike Clevenger, who is in no real routine to be starting. He came out of the bullpen tonight with two innings, was not very effective. So that's three of your seven starters. There are some question marks about. Again, Musgrove's been amazing. I'm sure he'll bounce back quick. Gore's been good. Can he bounce back from this gym? And then Clevenger is like a big question mark right now in the middle of 2022. There's some big questions here. And I think the first one, the big picture is, are the Rockies going to be a thorn in the Padres' side all year long? And if they are, that could hurt them from that could prevent them from winning this division. Honestly, it really could. Uh, if you go another season where you're eight and 11 against the Rockies or, you know, nine and 10 or whatever, the however many games they play this season, um, that does not help you win a division. You have to have winning records versus the bottom teams in your division, especially the Rockies, especially the Diamondbacks. And right now, um, besides that Friday night uh, last week when uh, I think they won seven nothing with Joe on the on the mound, I think it was seven nothing. Um, besides that game, they have not looked good against the Rockies. They have they have not been able to hit at all. Four straight games, they scored four runs tonight, but I mean there was one inning, and the rest of the time they couldn't hit anything. They're getting I think no hit for the first five innings. I love how you uh, you tweeted at one point like. <laughs> This game isn't over. And then the Rockies scored like four runs two seconds later. Like, well, maybe this game actually is. Well, I said, I said, this game is definitely not over. They scored four runs at that time. And then they came right back and they scored, I think, three more. And it went, it was eight, four. And then it went to 10, four. And you're like, yeah, this one's over. If you're with us right now in the chat, can you get some, uh, can you get some of your uh, friends in the chat with us, if you could tweet about it or post this on social, just post a link to the chat. It's a Friday night. Yeah, people are like, what are we doing? Loss. 
Uh, let's get some people in this chat here tonight as uh, we break down again the Padres' first loss on this road trip. They're still 41 and 25. They're still without their manager, Bob Melvin. Uh, listen, a couple of things on Mackenzie Gore that we need to discuss. Then we'll tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. The, the concerns are, and maybe the Rockies have your number. Maybe you're a rookie at Coors Field. It's not the worst thing in the world to get beat at Coors Field. It happens. Um, but here are my concerns. His velocity was down. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's throwing pitches that are catching way too much of the plate. Um, he allowed three home runs. Maybe one of them was kind of Coors Field aided or wind aided. But this is back-to-back starts. I think I have it right here. Let me find this. It's six and a third innings, Jim, against the Rockies, his last two starts, 14 earned runs. Like, that's that's not just a blip, I wouldn't think. Again, maybe it's Colorado. Maybe it's a rookie wall. Maybe it's Coors Field. Or maybe it's concerning because if he has a third consecutive start like this, then you start pondering, like, well, what are we going to do? We're going to let him just wear this for four, five, six consecutive starts? Is he going to skip a turn in the rotation? Is he going to go down? Like, what's your level of concern after these last two games? He went from, I think, a one, like, I mean, his ERA was like a one six to now it's like a three eight or three six. <laughs> um, I think yep, the most three, concerning, six, what? Three six four. Okay. I think the biggest concern to me is not that he gave up all the runs, is that his velocity was down, like, like way down, <laughs> uh, like 92. Um, that's the most concerning. And I know Mud talked about it. I know Mark Sweeney talked about it on the post game show. And they were talking about mechanics. And that could be true. Um, and if it is, then I, I, I trust Ruben Yabla to fix these mechanics going forward. But if there's something else there, like that's a problem. And you hope it's a rookie wall. You hope that this just is like a quick rookie wall. Or you just hope that it's just he he's going to struggle against the Rockies. Because against everyone else, he's looked amazing. You're right. He's been, I mean, he had a 1 5, like you said. Now he's got a 3 6 4. I mean, to expect an entire season of brilliant pitching from a rookie based on what had occurred for him over the last couple of years, I mean, that, that would have been wishful thinking. Hopefully he can bounce back. I mean, this is his first real big league adversity. How does he deal with it? We're going to find out. I was wondering how he deal with his last outing, and he didn't deal well with it here tonight. So, again, the Padres lose 10 4. Uh, Mackenzie Gore beaten for a second consecutive start by the Rockies, who had lost seven consecutive home games, by the way, before beating the Padres tonight. I want to get to our first super of the night. Thank you guys for hanging out with us again. Thanks, uh, Matt. John and Jim with you on the wrap up show. Matt, thank you for this super as always. He says, I feel like Buddy Black had a point to prove against the Padres since they can't win against them since he became manager. Is that a little bit of a trend that the Padres have struggled just historically Dude. against the Rockies? Um, it's not been great. Like it just feels like every time they go into course field, it is who knows what's going to happen. Like Musgrove could pitch there tomorrow. He's not going to, but I'm just saying like he could pitch there tomorrow and give up six runs. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. It's core. It's course field. The place is a joke. Uh, there was a home run tonight. That was definitely a course field special. There are also a couple of home runs tonight that I mean, went 500 feet were blasted. Yep. So it's give and take, but, um, Going back to the point of like, if this team is going to be serious about contending for the National League West, unless the Dodgers decide that they're going to lose to like you know teams like the Pirates all the time, which I don't think that's going to happen, um, they need to beat they need to beat the Rockies and the Diamondbacks in your division. You can't you can't go five hundred against these teams. You can't have a losing record, especially against this team if you're if you're serious about trying to win the National League West. It just can't happen. 
I agree with you. We do want to remind our viewers about Mark Nimitz, who is a huge supporter of the wrap-up show. He is the title sponsor, in fact, of the wrap-up show. Uh, we have insurance through him, auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance. I've got my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark. I just had a claim. He took care of it, made it super simple. He can save you so much money. I mean, $750 this year uh, just by switching your insurance over to Mark. And then if you have a claim, he can save you even more money. He's a San Diego, and we always tell you about that. He's in Denver. He's at the Rockies Padres Series this weekend. So he's in, in Denver. He's a huge Padres fan. Bring home a win, Mark, one time. Come on, let's go, man. Yeah, seriously. Um, but again, if you are a Padres fan, if you have any insurance needs, if you just want to talk Padres baseball, there's a link down below for Mark Nimitz. You can get a quote from him on this website. You can get all of his contact information. But if you're looking for a way to support this channel, if you want to support a local San Diego business, if you want to support a Padres fan or just talk Padres baseball, please contact Mark Nimitz. All his information is above my head, mnimitzoffarmersagent.com. That's mnimitzoffarmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. You're right here. I mean, I'm seeing some comments about the defense, and the Rockies' defense is really good, and, and the Padres are due for a game like this. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you're not going to win every time you play, specifically on the road. They're winning at a 667 clip or something like that on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, they're coming off one of the best four-game series in the history of the franchise. Yeah. They scored 41 wrong. I mean, this isn't going to happen every single night. Like, it's just not going to happen every single night. Now the question is, can they still win this series? And it will not be easy. After what happened here tonight, they need to win the next two days. But to be fair, over 162, these are going to happen. Also, I will say this, Jim, when I look at this lineup tonight, and again, the lineup has been unbelievable and they've been scoring runs. And even tonight, again, snake bitten a little bit, Colorado good defense, Padres scored four runs. It wasn't like they were shut out. Uh, but I don't know about Kim Grisham, Zokar, Alcantara. <laughs> you know, like in order. Say that mm. out loud. Kim Grisham, Grisham Azokar, Alcantara. Alcantara. I mean, you're asking for, I mean, that's that's wishful thinking that that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Um, But would it have been any better if you put Hosmer in the lineup and you moved Manny to third? Yeah, it's, it's true. Or he had Hosmer DH. Like it, right. it wouldn't have been much better, honestly. They're dealing with their, they're dealing with what they got. And, the same lineup, not to the same exact order, but pretty much the same lineup scored 41 runs against the Cubs. So it's mm -hmm. not like they're, you know, coming off a series where they scored like four runs in three games or whatever, the, you know, like they set a franchise freaking record just yesterday. Um, and scoring four runs, it's good, but it's not good enough in Colorado. Colorado, True. you need to score yeah. seven, eight, nine. <laughs> yeah, or at least five, six. And seven, eight, nine in Colorado is basically like scoring three, four, five <laughs> runs at home. Yeah, a little bit. You're right. No, of course. Absolutely. You can score seven runs in Colorado and lose. You can score nine runs there oh, and lose. Oh, God, yeah. You know? Um, and it is true, Irie Fan Geek. I mean, the Padres are 10 and 14 now the last two years against the Rockies. Not good. You know, a Rockies team is not going to contend. They're not going to the postseason, even with nope. the expanded wild card. They're just not. Even though we're like the second home of the Rockies, the John and Jim show. <laughs> yeah, is it our fault because we had a San Diego and Connor Joe on the show today? Well, we had Bud. Oh, if we could get Padres on the show, we would do that. Yeah, but that's not Believe never me, happening. We asked. It's never happening. Um, we had Buddy last week, and then we had Connor Joe this week. So it's our fault. Sorry. <laughs> I blame I blame us. Ben, what's going on, man? Welcome to the chat, talking Friars. And, uh, and you're right, Ben. Honestly, if he's good against everyone else, that's fine. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs in his next fun. start. You know, if he makes his next start. 
and the first thing you look at is velocity. And if and it was it's down, if it's if it's up, then that's good. Uh, but there, I mean, his pitches were flat tonight. The home run he yeah. gave up to CJ Crone, I think it was CJ Crone. I mean, was the two. was literally like a on a tee hit it 5,000 feet home yeah. run. I mean, I was surprised it didn't actually go 500. It was close to 500. Eas- easily. Yep. It was one of the farthest balls you've seen hit. Yep. I'm, I'm sure yep. Gore's probably thinking to himself, that is the longest Whoa. ball I've ever given it. Huh. He doesn't give up home runs. That's the thing. You know? I know. <laughs> For him to give up three home runs. And again, you can give up a ball or two. If they're solo and it's course Field and you give up two, that's great. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like that. They were, you know, with men on. Um, he just didn't pitch effectively. He didn't. And I'm looking at this schedule and – if Gore keeps his turn in the rotation, well, let's see. He probably pitched game one against the Phillies, which is not exactly a great matchup. Um, that That's what they're playing the next, right now. That would be with the next five days off. But the question is, can they even give these starters five days off? If you missed it, Musgrove on the COVID IL. It's a concern. Hopefully it's very short term, but will he miss a turn? It's possible. And then Clevenger's not in the rotation. So if you didn't have Musgrove and Clevenger for one turn, you only have five other starters, which means – Maybe Gore pitches on four days rest, not five. I don't know what they're going to do, though. You got innings limits for someone like Mackenzie Gore. Um, mm-hmm. Now, do you pitch him on four days rest against Arizona as opposed to five days rest against Philadelphia? You could. Or but does he have to skip a turn in the rotation right now because of the way he's pitching? This is a classic case of life comes at you very fast. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because, um, I mean, these guys aren't injured, like, but they're not. Everything's out of whack right now, it feels like, for the pitching staff. Because mm-hmm. of the COVID stuff, um, because just it just all feels out of whack. So um, it goes back to our point. Do not trade any pitching. But I don't, and I don't care. I don't care. No, I keep it all. The more pitching, the better. Because while, while they're all going to be back, right? Hopefully Clevenger's back in a rotation, normal thing, and Musgrove gets back soon, and who knows what happens with Morahone and you have Martinez, but like it can come at you very mm-hmm. quickly. This is fair, by the way, Sky, and I saw it from Rich McGuire as well. And listen, yeah, listen, I'm looking at six, seven, eight, nine. Christian one for four, homered. Zokar had a triple. Alcantara had a base hit. I'm just saying in general, when we saw that lineup, and I remember we talked about it on the radio, I'm like, oh, I like this lineup. And I'm like, no, I like the top of this lineup. And there aren't any other options. And I get it. Christian's been better. He has. Mm-hmm. He's still hitting 188, but he has been better. Zokar's given this team quality at bats. But when you listen, Christian's got a 611 OPS. Zokar has a 630 OPS. Alcantara has a 451 OPS. Kim has a 660 OPS. Like you got. Four consecutive batters with 650, 660 or below OPSs. And again, offense has been great. They contributed to some extent here tonight. I'm just saying, when you look at the thing on paper, you're like, man, I don't know if it's enough. Like, you're not starting that, you're not doing that in the postseason, right? <laughs> no. I mean, you're not starting Kim, oh, Grisham, Zokar, Alcantara in the post. Again, they'll have Tati. No, John, 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 John. They're not, they're not doing that in the postseason. Come well, on. I'm just saying. So, well, they did it tonight. But it's a uh, it's June seventeenth. I know. I get <laughs> it. The Rockies. Like, I get it. I know. You know. They they while they did while they swept the Cubs, those games were long, and those guys, you know, had a lot of at bats. <laughs> so they were mixing man. They're managing some guys. Um, I am not going to come on here tonight and talk much about the offense. To me, it's the pitching. To me, 
it's the Rockies. You have to make sure you beat them over the long season. But tonight for me, I'm not going to be well, worried about the offense. No, I'm not worried about the I'm just saying, li- listen, when you have a lineup with Kim, Grisham, Azokar, Alcantara, I'm not utterly shocked that they didn't win the game. That's all I'm yeah. saying. And, and I mean, they, they, they still scored four runs. I know it's a Colorado, but it's not like they got shut out. That'd be even worse. Well, yeah. Again, they've been scoring wrong. Whatever. Like I said off the top of the show, they're not going to win 162 consecutive games. They're going to lose games. They have to rest guys. I mean, right. Um, and truthfully, they don't have a lot of depth in their um, lineup in general. I mean, they don't have a ton of positional player depth. And again, they've been playing well over the last 15 games. They lead baseball and run scored coming into tonight. So it's hard to be critical of the offense in general. It's hard to be pitching uh, critical of the pitching or Mackenzie Gore, to be honest with you. It's just these last two starts, you know? Yeah, there's really, it's, it's, it's more of like for me tonight, it's just more of like a big picture, like a, you know, the life comes at you fast thing where it, this could, the pitching staff could get decimated in a second by who, who knows what. And you got to figure out a way to beat the Rockies. You can't have this season again, where you go, under 500 against a bad team. The Rockies are going to finish, what did you say, around 30 games out? Yeah, definitely. Because someone's going to win 97 games, you know? So, well, maybe not. 25 games out. Yeah. 25. So the, the, this team that you're facing is going to finish 25 games out. You got to beat this team. You can't You can't lose a season series versus the Rockies. And, and besides that last Friday night with Joe Musgrove on the mound, they have not looked good against them. Like, it's right. been a struggle <laughs> for four straight games. So it, it, it just you got to figure out a way to beat this team, and that's why the psychologically, like this this three game series here, taking two or three, like yeah, we can beat this team. All right, it's not a must win series, but I mean you got to beat the Rockies. All right, come on. Yeah, I'm looking it up because people are saying, listen, I know Grisham's been better. I'm going to look up his numbers since May first uh, with my crap internet. So since May 1st, I mean, listen, if you want to play that game, if we want to parse it out, I'll do it. I do it with Osmer. I'll take April away from him and tell you he hasn't hit Grisham. If I take April away from him has a 638 OPS. I mean, guys, he hasn't hit. He's been better over the last two weeks. And I've, if you follow me on social media, if you listen to me on the radio, if you've watched me on the show, I've been complimentary of Grisham recently. And I know he homered here tonight. So he's hit three home runs since May 1st. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Again, he's he's been better because he was among the worst, you know, offensive players in baseball the first month of the season. He's still hitting 188. I'm just saying they again, I'm not going all in on this offense. I understand what everyone's saying. I'm just saying that when I look at Alcantara, or excuse me, Grisham, Alcantara, Azokar in the same lineup, I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing that every night. And I think there's a number of people that probably agree with me. Right, and you'll probably see a different lineup tomorrow, more or less the same as what they had out in you know Chicago, um, and the pitching with Martinez and Snell the next two days. You have no idea what you're going to get. Like you were going to have to slug with the Rockies in Colorado. I think they can do it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Cronenworth remains extremely yeah, hot. Profar has been great. Machado, Machado has been good. Voit's been mm-hmm. great. Like you said about Grisham, he had a home run tonight. Um. Yeah, it's just a bigger picture for me. Like you gotta beat, you gotta beat the Rockies, man. Like you can't have this happen. This is not. This is not like like they've been great against other bad teams, but you only play those bad teams like six times. 
you play the Rockies 18 times or 19 times in a season. It's much different. Rich, even, okay, so Rich says last 30 for Grisham, a 713 OPS. Okay, I mean, league average OPS for 30 games doesn't scream like starting center fielder for a team that's going to win the National League West. And I hope he plays better. I want to, I mean, I hope he plays better. He's been better. Why do you hate Grisham? I don't, but I mean, I, I can't come on here and say that Trent Grisham has had this great year. He's been better over the last 15 games. Agreed. So basically is what you're saying is Estuary Ruiz should be called up. I mean, I'd love to see Estuary Ruiz. I mean, he's only hitting 500 with a 1489 OPS. Shout out Ben for that. <laughs> I'd love to see Estuary Ruiz. I really would. And I'm not yeah. saying Grisham needs to go down. I'm just saying Grisham needs to keep this up for the next 15 or 30 games, or you can consider... I mean, okay, so a 107 for 15 games. Guys, you it's give not me bad, the full dude. season. And it's that's just over big league average. I mean, that's fine. What do you expect? Honestly, what do you expect from Trent Grisham? Well, he's their starting center fielder. So I mean So do you expect Trent Grisham to be Mike Trout or do you expect Trent Grisham to be above league average? Well, he's honestly. not, but the, well, I I hope I'd love for him to be above league, above league average. He just isn't if you look at his whole year. Okay, but Recent, recently, he's been above. He's been better, and he's, he's been, been better. better. Yeah, he like has. like you cut out the crap at the beginning, and recently he has been better and yeah. above no, the average. I agree. I agree. Let's get to Matt here in the super. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. If you're with us on this Friday night, please subscribe. If you're here on replay, you can hit that thanks button. If you want to support with the super, there's a dollar sign down below. And Matt, we thank you again Thanks, Matt. for your supers. He says, I can't wait until the balanced schedule next season where we don't have to keep facing against NOS teams all the time. That'll help us big time. Matt, Matt, is that, I don't even know if that is confirmed. Is that coming next year or is that coming in the future when they get to 32 teams? Um, obviously, next year's schedule isn't out as of yet, but are they doing that? Next year, where you're playing more like 12 games against teams in your division and nine games against teams out of your division in the National League, is that what you're alluding to? That ultimately will help a team like San Diego because you know we play the Dodgers and the Giants <laughs> more than we play the Reds and the you know yeah. Pirates. Right, like next year they'll face everybody. It, um, but is that confirmed? I think it is. Yeah, 2023. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that'll be beneficial. And I'm not I'm not positive on that, but at the same time, like that's great. Does it help him this year? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. Mm -hmm. It does not help the fact that they still play the Rockies, I think, either 15 or I think 15 more times, right? 14 more times? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, 14 or 15 games, yeah. Not not 15. Either 14. 13 or 14. You okay, play 14, four, or 14 more times. You play the Rockies 14 more times. That's a lot. That doesn't help. And you are 2-4 and four against them. It's not good. No, you're 2-3. 2-3. and, three. Two and three. You're 2-3 and three against them. Yes, yeah, not again. Great. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. But. Not the end of the world, but still, it's not great. And like Chad says, I mean, you're facing Cy Young tomorrow, Herman Marquez, who like carved, Dude. literally carved. He's the um, reincarnation week. Of, of like what? Greg, if like Greg Maddox and I don't know, give me a, like John Smoltz had a baby. It's like Herman Marquez. Mm -hmm. That's a horrible analogy, but whatever. Yeah, that's very my, weird. You get my point. He's a, he's like the best pitcher ever against the Padres, and me saying that now the Rock the Padres are going about to score nine runs against them. So you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, everyone. What are we talking about? I'm looking at the chat. I don't know. Are we? Um, uh, 
This is funny. <laughs> Dude, listen. They're going to suck. They're going to suck. Okay? But embrace it. Like, embrace the suck. Embrace the we, suck. We all know they're going to be crap. No doubt about it. All right? 100% guaranteed. I haven't seen them. John hasn't seen them. No one's seen them. Everyone's bought mock-ups. And they're going to suck. Like, Peter Grubner has already said a majority Peter of... Peter Grubner? Sorry. Uh, Eric Grubner. What did I say, Peter? Mm-hmm. I mean, I got Peter Seidler and Eric yeah. Grubner put into one person. Um, yeah, the, they, they're going to suck. So embrace it. We do want to welcome our brand new partner to the wrap-up show, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. If you have mortgage needs, Omar is your guy. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. You can text Omar right now. You can scan the QR code on the screen in the top right corner, or you can text him, 619-387-7798. I'll put his number right now in the chat for you if you want to text him. He's available to you 24 hours a day. Here's the deal with our buddy Omar Sanchez. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. Whether you're looking to buy your dream home, he can help you. He can help you get into your dream home. He can help you refinance to consolidate your debt as well. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best possible deal, call or text Omar Sanchez for a free, absolutely free consultation. And if you're a realtor, Omar is looking for local partners as well. Omar's a San Diegan. He went to San Diego State. He's a huge Padres fan. He can get you into the home of your dreams, or he can help you refinance to consolidate your debt. Omar Sanchez, welcome to the wrap-up show. And for our viewers, if you're looking to support this channel, if you have any home buying needs, please consider Omar for that. Text him right now, 619-387-7798. He told us, hey, if anybody has any questions, text me at any time of the day, and we're telling you to do that. The QR code in the top left or right, one of the top corners here, It'll take you right to his website. Go reach out to him. Go find him. Welcome Omar to the wrap-up show. Yes, absolutely. And, and listen, Chad, you're right. Rockies defense, I saw the stat. They've committed like they've committed like 20 errors in 17 games coming in tonight. They were excellent. And this will happen over 162. That will happen. Um, and it did happen here tonight. And what happened to Mackenzie Gore will happen. Allowing 10 runs to Coors Field will happen. Yeah. Um, it reminded you know? me. Do you remember? Do you remember Eric Lauer's first start? It was in Colorado. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you were here yet. Was or it twenty seventeen or sixteen? Um, I I forget when. You might have just got here, mm-hmm. so you weren't fully entrenched in the San Diego sports yet. But tonight kind of reminded me a little of that outing because he got fucking lit up. <laughs> like yep. Eric Lauer got lit up, and at one point he just turned around after he gave up another home run. And just started smiling. And I, I don't know why, but it just brought me back to like a rookie left-hander, you know, just getting lit up at Coors Field. Yeah. 20, it was 2017. Dude, it's a tough place to pitch. I don't care if you're yeah. a Cy Young Award winner or a rookie or whomever you are. I don't care if the Rockies are good or bad. I don't care if they've lost seven straight at home. It's a tough place to pitch. It just is. I don't care if scoring is down at Coors Field. And by the way, it is. I don't care. Mm-mm. It all adds up. Wind was blowing out. It was warm. I scored 10 um, runs. Like, come on, guys. It's like 10 runs there is part of the course. It can be. It can be. Yeah. Uh, Rich, to your point, I mean, listen, Jake Cronenworth is playing great baseball. His season OPS is up to 743. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, those that want to compare Cronenworth's year to Grisham's year, 
you can't really do it because Cronenworth has had a much better year, even with the slow start. I mean, Cronenworth has had a much better year above league average OPS, Grisham below league average OPS. Um, so I think Cronenworth has been unbelievable. I think he might be the National League's player of the month in June. I think he's a big reason why they've had the success, and along with Jerkson Profar at the top of this lineup right now. I like this lineup, the way they've played here over the last couple of weeks. Profar, Cronenworth, Machado, Voigt, Alfaro all have been great. I think Kim has the potential to be hitting better than he is. He's been snake bitten. I agree with that. Grisham's been better. I don't know about Azokar and Alcantara, if I'm being honest, but I, I do think the lineup has obviously been vastly improved, and let's see if that can continue here into the All-Star break. It's not all perfect, um, but the top of your lineup, like you can't, it's hard to be the Yankees. Where it is. Everybody in your you. lineup hits home runs. Yep. It's hard. And, and, and also like the Phillies, where everybody in your lineup hits home runs. Those are just two teams, and that's, you know, they're on a very short list. Mm-hmm. So you're getting contributions from guys that you expect to perform. Cronenworth, you expect Machado to perform. He does. You brought Voigt to perform. Brought in Voigt to perform. He has of late. You have Jerkson Profar as your starting outfielder. They talked a lot about him the start of the season, how they hoped he could revert to 2020. He has, he's performed, you know, so that's a, you know, four guys in your lineup right there that have performed of late to Mazzara massive. Yeah. And Mazzara, um, you know, sometimes like that's a lot for a lineup is have four out of the nine guys all hitting. It is Uh, again. I'm not sure. I'm honestly, I'm not trying to be. Yeah, you are. I'm trying to be, but I am trying to be honest. I mean, the, I, idea that we know that Trent Grisham has turned this corner and he's going to be the starting center fielder on a really good baseball team. We don't yet know that. We we really don't. I mean, he has ha- I'm I'm hopeful. If we get to the All-Star break and he turns these 15 games into 40 games, I'll be way more optimistic. Um if no more Miz- I, listen, I'm I'm very high on no more Mazzara. I love the way they've used him and he's been very good. We had asked for that, so I'm all in on Mazzara. I think Void has been excellent since the slow start. I think Machado's been amazing all year, and I know Tatis is seriously going to help whenever they get him back. So it's not a ton of holes. It really isn't a ton of holes. It's just when I see the bottom four of this lineup tonight, it's just a little glaring, even with the success they've had on offense here recently. That's all I'm saying. And again, everyone in the chat that said, well, it's not the reason why they lost tonight. You're 100% right. Grisham homered, whomever else had a triple, you're 100% right. I agree with you. Why do you hate this team so much? <laughs> And this is basically my point, Rich. Yes. And I don't think they will, honestly, when they're fully healthy. With Tatis, if right field is answered with Mazzara and not Myers, if Grisham can hit, then they won't. Then they won't. Right. You know? Yeah. And, you know, Mazzara, they've, I think they've put Mazzara in spots to succeed, and he has Definitely. delivered. Yep. Tonight was not a spot for him to succeed. It was, it was matchups. Exactly. And he'll be in there tomorrow. Her, Herman Marquez is a righty, right? Herman Marquez is a righty. Yeah, so he'll be in there tomorrow night. Um, hopefully they can figure it out. Because if they can't, then you just lost another series to the Rockies, which is not great. Yeah, no, you, that's true. And, and Nick and Martinez again, yeah, is going to... Having him not in there against Freeland makes sense, like you said. Right. They, they, they're trying to maximize Mazzara. And Although that's exactly- I'm not opposed to him getting a, a bat or two against the lefty, you know? Um, yeah. 
but also what they're doing is they're making sure that everybody's at least everybody's playing everybody Mm -hmm. stays fresh every you know there's not a situation where a guy's buried on the bench and he because bob melvin talked about this earlier in the season he's like yeah it was nice to get i think it was a game they put in alcantara right and like yeah it's nice to get him in the game and get get him some uh, consistent at bats because you know we want everybody in this we want everybody to feel ready at all times yeah and he's a good defensive player i mean listen it's not 15 games ago, we could have questioned this offense every day of the week. And to be fair, you did, and you were right to do it. These last 15 games, you can't really question the productivity they've had. And then kind of disguise point here, the Cubs series does not make a season, nor does this series against the Rockies, by the way, nor does tonight against the Rockies. It does not make a season. So, and, the, and 15 games is a good sample size. They played good baseball for 15 games here. But, again, I want to see this offense – carry over through the summer and there's reasons to believe it will tatis returns less marine layer warm weather on the road right i mean there's reasons to believe the offense will be improved in the summer as opposed to the first two months of the year did the dodgers lose tonight someone put that in the chat i have no idea were they playing the guardians tonight i'm making Uh, that up i don't know or were they playing the angels it's one one in the 10th Oh. At Dodger Stadium, it is Cleveland and LA. They are one-one in the tenth. If they win, still tied for first. If Cleveland wins, if Cleveland right. wins, then the Padres are a half game up. If the Dodgers win, the Padres are a half game back. I think they'd be tied, John. Would they be? Yes, because losing, they are now a half game back. If I'm not mistaken, because the no, Dodgers they entered the day a half game better than the Dodgers. Correct. We kept saying sole possession. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah, so a win and a loss. Yeah. One game's on the line in one direction tonight. Um, Scoreboard watch. We're watching. I'm watching. I mean, I thought tonight could be a clinching night if everything went right. But Yeah, I said they should just call it. Like, especially after last <laughs> night. Just, over. Hey, after last night, might as well just call everything. It's over. Just, just you know, just have parades all the time. Jesse, what's going on, man? Hope everything's well in Hawaii. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for the super. Probably still Thank light you guys for there. hanging out tonight. I'm jealous. Very nice. Yeah, thanks for the supers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, this listen. Guardians are rolling. They just swept Colorado in Colorado. They're five games over five hundred. If they can pull this out, that'd be huge for the Padres. I brought this up today on the radio. We've talked about it a lot on the wrap up show as well, Jim. The truth of the matter is, there are six good teams in the American League and eight good teams in the National League. There's six teams over five hundred in the AL. There's eight over five hundred in the NL. And by the way, I don't know if any of the eight in the National League right now I would call a fraud that are over 500. So this isn't going to be as easy as maybe some of us think it is. I do believe the Padres ultimately will be a playoff team. I really do. I definitively feel that way. Um, But with all that being said, Philly's rolling, okay? Atlanta is rolling. The Giants have not let up. Mm -hmm. Even though the Dodgers haven't been good, they're equal with the Padres essentially in the standings. Brewers have been bad, but they're still five or six games over 500. The Cardinals are the Cardinals, and they've been very good. So... There are eight good teams in the National League. Only six will make the playoffs. There's only eight. Nobody else is going to sneak up. Right. But someone's going to miss out that probably has a good year in the National League. I see a scenario where all these you got all these teams are so close together mm-hmm. that you might see a situation where three two, three, four games might decide if you have a bye or if you're out of the playoffs. 
Like that's how I think how close it could be. Wow. So you okay? Yeah. Okay. So you could see like a scenario where like four or five of the teams are within like four or five games. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like any team is going to be like the Dodgers and Giants of last year when 107, 106 games. Right. You know, I think between like 97 and like 92 wins all right there for like everyone hmm. for close to everybody. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, could have five situ- teams. You could have a situation where, um, you know, a couple teams fall off and it's like, you know, 85, 86 wins gets you in. Yeah. But if you're talking about eight teams and these, there's nobody else. These, this is it. Eight teams vying for six spots. Yep. You could see two of those teams fall off at the end, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the six all around 90 plus wins. Yeah, that would be incredible. I just, I'm not like, here's the issue from a Padres or NL perspective there are buyers. Philadelphia, they've spent a fortune, they'll buy. Atlanta yeah. won the World Series, they'll buy. Milwaukee, I mean, they've, they've faded a little bit, but they're not going to sell. We know what St. Louis and San Francisco and LA are going to do. So it's like you got, you got six, seven, eight buyers in the National League. So, like, at least seven teams will go for it. There's no way anyone punts on it in July Mm-mm. that's over 500 in the National League, you know? So you're going to play these, good baseball. Because all these teams are so close, makes the trade deadline even more crazier mm-hmm. because, like you said, all these teams are going to be out there buyers. Um, so, you know, let the bidding wars begin. Yeah, I saw there's an article today in The Athletic from Jim Bowden with the 125 top Trade deadline names, and there are a lot of names. I mean, only 125. Wow, that's not a lot. But actually, when you look, think about all positions. There's like 20 starters, 20 relievers, eight second basemen. Yada there, yada, I mean, yada. Are even are there even that many players traded the trade deadline? No way, no way. But like these 30. are 25 candidates. Okay, maybe like 40 or 50 would move to the 30 team. Maybe that's high. To be honest with you, probably. Well, I'll tell you guys about our uh, partnership with Aura, ORA.organic. If you click this Take the Quiz button, you're going to get 30% off your very first order. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan. He is a San Diegan. This company has offices in San Diego. They have plant-based nutritional products for you. All of them are plant-based. All of them are for your health and nutrition, whether it's probiotics. I take one every single day from Aura for digestion and heart health and other reasons, or if it's workout supplements or proteins or omega-3 oils or sleep supplements or immunity pills. This is an amazing company with so many great products that can improve your health right now, this year, whether it's yourself, your spouse, or your family, or whomever it is. ORA.organic. Click the Take the Quiz button. Get 30% off, Jim. 30% off your very first order with Aura. Yeah, go there right now. www.aura.organic. Take the quiz. 30% off your first order. Everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle, go there right now, hooking you up. You will definitely thank us later. I mean, if you're looking for one thing in six weeks, because I see people talking about it in the yeah, that works. in the chat. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be judge or it's gonna be soda. Yeah, that works too. Or, like or Otani, or even trout could be beneficial. Yeah, I'd that, say trout's a slight up. Oh, Reynolds is an upgrade. Yeah. Um, oh, this one's good. Yeah, easy. Easy. But in all honesty, they'll look to add a reliever. And in my opinion, they could look to add an outfielder depending on how the Mazzara Myers thing plays out. Will Mazzara hit? How is Grisham looking six weeks? Mm-hmm. I mean, Does they could, they could have a chance to contribute. I have no idea. I mean, I think they'll definitely go out and look for those type of pieces, but who says that they won't think internally like, well, Will Myers is coming back. That's an addition. Right. Tatis is Fernando coming back. Tatis Jr. Yeah. Tatis is coming back. That's an addition. So guess what? We just upgraded in the outfield in our minds and we definitely upgraded uh, with a power bat. 
I mean, I would love this. We'll get you Quan in a second. This um, David Robertson, absolutely. Um, Take it. Michael Berlin saying, I think the offense is better than we think. Over five runs a game since May 1st. April was rough for basically everyone but Manny. Now with Voight, Jake, Mazar, Profar going, it's much more balanced. It, it absolutely is. It mm-hmm. absolutely is. The offense has been very good over the last handful of weeks. I think overall, if you took everything into account, I think we should take everything into account. Because that's the larger sample size you can get, the better, in my opinion. Right. If you take everything into account, at best, what is it right now? Right at major league average across the board. And I think I'm probably selling them a little high. Or I'm, mm-hmm. Are they even major league average, OPS, slugging, runs per I game? Think, I think they are in runs per game. I know they are in runs per game. They're probably top 10 right. in runs per game. I'm just saying if you take everything, I think it's a fine offense. Maybe it's a tick above league average, but do they need to improve even more if they're going to win this whole thing? Yes, and they will. They're like, going to win the whole thing or they're going to improve the offense? Both. All right. <laughs> they're going to improve the offense. It's It's – you know just everyone's like make a trade make a trade like guys you can't it can't no yeah it's like, early it, yeah and like they're gonna improve this team they will i i agree especially I mean, if they keep winning at the clip that they are right now you think Pollard's gonna sit back and be like i like no, it. i don't <laughs> yep. hell no dude i agree with you we know he's a psychopath in the best way possible exactly i would love this robertson he should come cheap he's old he's on a terrible team with the cubs yeah, i love over. he's had an amazing year Come on down. You, you trade him for the number 19 prospect in the organization, please. Or the 21st. Exactly. Nobody knows Renee. I, I think he's in a missing persons program somewhere. No, I don't he's know. In, I, I don't know. Of of Milk carton. Yeah. Do you know anything? Nothing. I got nothing for you. Give them Pomeranz. Uh, th- there are some. How many World Series winners are a tick above average in offense? There are some. I mean, probably some of those Giants teams maybe. Um, how good was the Nats? the Nats team that won in 2019 was led by pitching, but had Juan Soto and others. They didn't have, they did not have Bryce Harper though. Um, good point. Good point. They did have Rendon, which is, he was really good. Yeah. Um, the Royals team that won the world series wasn't like, had Eric Cosmer on it. Oh, that's right. Just kidding. They're the best offense of all time. Um, you know, yeah, it's, there's, there, there's, there's some teams that can win without, without top echelon you know offense that's good to know michael by the way ninth in ops last 30 days so it's very good overall yeah. i don't know what it is for the year michael do you have it is it is it top 20 at this point with all this Dude, offense the last 15 coming, games i don't know coming in today john they were the third best run differential team in the in baseball that's because <laughs> their pitching has been awesome also because they shit all over the cubs but still True. yep that's right you know that's pretty good. Uh, Rich says this happened in 2012. Shoot, Rich, it happened in 2021. I mean, they traded for Frazier in 2021. <laughs> Ludwig in 2012, they missed the playoffs. Frazier in 2021, they missed the playoffs. It's a little different now, more playoff teams. But your point is valid. There's no guarantee you make some trade and it benefits the club. Look at last year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, we're actually... San Diego's 14th, I'm sorry, 14th in OPS last 30 days and 9th in on 2-1 percentage. Cleveland. Let's go, okay. baby. Is, that game's not over, is it? No, because the Doyors are up to bat. Okay. Team. I see that, Chad. Thank you for that in the chat. What did the Giants do tonight? They won, right? They won 2 nothing over Pittsburgh? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you look at this division. I mean, 
It's very close. Like you said, one week can change a lot of things. Yep. You could have three teams within five games all year. I mean, the Giants are three and a half games behind the Padres. And all we do is talk about the Padres and the Dodgers, and the Giants are three and a half games out. Yeah. And the the Giants have been dealing with a lot of stuff. They really have. Uh, Before we get out of here tonight, we do want to remind our viewers about this cap giveaway. This is the last day to enter our cap giveaway. Did you realize that, Jim? The cap I'm wearing right now can be yours, and you can enter this cap giveaway at the link down below. You can also enter it by clicking on the link that I'm putting right now in the chat. So this cap giveaway will end tonight. How do I get back to this, Jim? I don't know. Where are you going? Cap giveaway ends tonight, and you can enter right now. It's free to enter. Uh, We've got nearly 500 entries. Here's how you enter. You just put your name and your email. You're entered. If you want additional entries, you can do that by clicking on the Shop Wrap-Up Show merchandise store link. You can get two additional entries. You can get two more for subscribing to our newsletter, two more entries for subscribing to the Wrap-Up Show YouTube channel. You can get additional entries for visiting websites for Mark Nimitz or Aura or our mortgage specialist on the show, Omar Sanchez, or Parks and Normal's website as well, Parks and Normal, the outfitter of this cap. This is a great cap. It is sold out. It is the San Diego City cap, $60 retail. Someone's winning this. We are announcing a winner, Jim, Sunday night. Enter right now. You've got an hour and 43 minutes left to enter for your chance to win this cap. Hope you win, Quan. I really do. I hope you guys all win. I hope everybody wins. Oh, Chad, thank you. This That's shirt, a great got, point. This shirt is a Brixton t-shirt. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, is he asking about where's my merch? Because I haven't got my shirt yet. I t- That's already been ordered. It takes like oh. seven, eight days. Oh. Uh, this shirt, where is the shirt from, John? This is from Brixton. People are well, asking you about your fashion? Yes, Bro. Dude, because unlike you, I don't just wear like a gray sweatshirt and a backwards like non-relevant hat. Dude, I'm in my house, bro. I'm wearing like shorts and a t-shirt. I'm I know out. you're at your house. It's the wrap-up show. Great. I'll wear a suit next time. Anyway, you can get it at Hanson's and Encinitas. Jim, if you need a new shirt. If I need, if I need fashion advice from John Schaefer, I'll make sure yes. to go there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I normally have a collar. Not tonight. Uh, yeah, where's your Warrior shirt? Uh, it's on the way, actually. Warriors, Warriors championship hat and championship t-shirts are on the way, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. I do. You do know what I'm saying. All right. I think we covered everything. Musgrove on the COVID IL. Hopefully not for long. Clevenger back. Wasn't great. Bob Melvin, hopefully back by Monday when the Padres return home. Um, All is fine. All is fine. 41 and 25. You're not going to win every single game. And hopefully the Dodgers lose tonight. What's our final update there? 2-1? 2-1, 10th inning. Tweet us if they lose. Yeah, please do. Please tweet us at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. As a reminder, please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. Hit the notification bell as well. Smash the like button for us as well. And support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He can save you $750 on your insurance. Aura, ORA.organic. Take 30% off your very first order. And also Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Any mortgage needs or if you're looking to reconsolidate your debt, he can help you do that as well so support our partners we'll be back on sunday evening we'll announce a winner of this cap we'll wrap up the padres Rockies series as well thank you guys for hanging out on this friday evening and we'll do it again uh later this weekend thanks renee thanks Quan. thanks Saul. thank you all peace 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.